There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 97.1 FM The Drive presents the Behind the Song Podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. In this episode of Behind the Song, we jump into the lyrics of Pinball Wizard by The Who. Pinball Wizard is one of the standout tracks on the very ambitious Tommy album, the first rock opera, a double album released in 1969. The album tells the story of a boy, Tommy, who witnesses the murder of his father, an army captain who had been written off as dead but returned home to England from the war. He was killed by his mother's boyfriend after surprising them, and Tommy immediately goes blind, deaf, and is unable to speak due to the shock, and after his mother insists to him that he didn't see or hear anything. The character Tommy is introduced to a series of individuals who claim to be able to help him as he grows up. A quack doctor, a drug dealer, a priest and cult leader, and more, all to no avail. Along the way, he is neglected by his mother and her boyfriend, or Uncle Frank, who leave him with abusive relatives where he suffers molestation. He discovers an old pinball machine and realizes that he doesn't need to see, hear, or talk to play it. Uncle Frank realizes that he's a pinball prodigy and they exploit his talent for commercial gain. He beats the reigning pinball champ, or pinball wizard, at his own game and becomes a sensation. One day, a doctor examines Tommy and advises him that his symptoms are psychosomatic, not a real physical malady, brought on by the stress of his father's murder. His mother, frustrated with this, smashes the mirror he was sightlessly gazing into and throws him out of a window, and at that moment he regains his sense of sight, sound, and speech, and then goes on a lecture tour, becoming a messiah figure and gathering more and more followers. The followers end up living with Tommy, his mother, and Uncle Frank in a religious camp compound and grow disillusioned with them for using Tommy's gifts for monetary gain. The followers demand something spiritually amazing from Tommy, who then turns everyone in the compound deaf, dumb, and blind. The followers riot and kill Tommy's mother and Uncle Frank while Tommy escapes them all off into the mountains senses regained, but no longer a messiah. It's quite a story, and parts of it parallel Pete Townsend from The Who's own real life. He grew up in a troubled home in England. His father was a musician in the Air Force Band, his mother a singer, and they both were alcoholics who fought constantly. His father was often absent, on tour, and his mother kept a string of boyfriends around while his father was gone. At one point, he was sent to live with his maternal grandmother, who Townsend has described as insane, and he suffered abuse at the hands of other relatives. 
He was born right after the Nazis surrendered in World War II, and his own life and music reflected that post-war trauma prevalent through England and Europe in the years following. So where did the concept of a pinball messiah come into this rock opera? By way of a rock journalist. Due to mismanagement and some poor business dealings, the Who were in pretty dire financial straits before Tommy, which was their fourth album. Desperate for a successful release, Townsend centered this song around pinball because a rock journalist and critic, Nick Cohn, was a pinball fanatic. Cohn was a friend of Townsend's and told him, upon hearing the rest of the collection of songs for Tommy, that he didn't hear any hits. Townsend got to work then to create Pinball Wizard. He said he was actually embarrassed by the song after he wrote it and was kind of reluctant to play it for the rest of the band. In fact, he said that it was the most clumsy piece of writing he'd ever done. But the rest of the band agreed that it was a hit and the strategy worked. Cohn loved the song and gave it and the album a stellar review. It stands out on the album because at the time, Townsend was deeply into the teachings of an Indian spiritual guru, Mayor Baba, and was writing songs that had a profound spiritual depth. So Pinball Wizard not only served to delight an important critic, but it gave fans a little lightheartedness on an otherwise very heavy body of work by giving the main character, Tommy, a game that he was exceptional at despite his being deaf, dumb, blind, and surviving years of abuse by family. In the rock opera, Tommy not only goes on to become a pinball great, but a spiritual leader as well, all mirroring Pete Townsend's struggles with his own childhood abuse and his work to obtain peace through the teachings of Mayor Baba. Interestingly, Mayor Baba, who believed, among other things, that he was God and that, in fact, everyone was God, passing through an imaginary physical world toward his or her own divinity, was completely silent from 1925 until his death in 1969, communicating with followers through his writings and through hand signals. One of his famous inspirational quotes don't worry, be happy, which Bobby McFerrin later turned into a Grammy award-winning song that is nearly impossible to get out of one's head when you hear it. Sorry about that. Mayor Baba also had a hard stance against hallucinogenic drugs, and Pete Townsend stopped using drugs while following him, one of the first prominent members of the 60s counterculture to turn his back on drugs even though years later he admitted to finally overcoming a dependence on alcohol. Townsend never got to meet his guru in person, as he was recording Tommy when Mayor Baba died, but the guru's teachings are evident in more of Townsend's songs, including Baba O'Reilly, Let My Love Open the Door, and others. Tommy was made into a movie in 1975, an instant cult classic film with a star-studded cast. I dare you to watch it and ever feel the same way about baked beans again. Anne Margaret stars as Tommy's mother. Tina Turner is the acid queen who tries an LSD cure on Tommy. Eric Clapton plays a priest who leads a quasi-cult of Marilyn Monroe lookalikes. Jack Nicholson stars as the doctor who advises that Tommy's symptoms are all mental. And the Who's own Roger Daltrey plays Tommy. Famously, Elton John starred as the pinball wizard, 
the reigning champion of pinball who ultimately loses to Tommy. He had previously advised Rod Stewart against taking the role, telling him not to touch it with a 10-foot pole, in fact. And it caused quite a rift between the two when he ended up appearing in the film about a year later. Both Elton John and Rod Stewart have released cover versions of the song. I guess Rod just wasn't going to let that one go. Pinball Wizard is sung from the perspective of the reigning pinball champ, Elton John in the movie, who Tommy clobbers in a contest. It starts like this. Ever since I was a young boy, I've played the silver ball. From Soho down to Brighton, I must have played them all. But I ain't seen nothing like him in any amusement hall. That deaf, dumb, and blind kid sure plays a mean pinball. Tommy, the character, could play by feeling the vibrations of the pinball as it bounced around the machine. To Townsend's mind, this was similar to how people feel music vibrations. The song goes on. He stands like a statue, becomes part of the machine, feeling all the bumpers, always playing clean. He plays by intuition, the digit counters fall. That deaf, dumb, and blind kid sure plays a mean pinball. He's a pinball wizard, there's got to be a twist. A pinball wizard's got such a supple wrist. In the next part of the song, there's some further speculation on how Tommy can have dominion over the pinball machine. How do you think he does it? I don't know. What makes him so good? He ain't got no distractions. Can't hear those buzzers and bells. Don't see lights flashing. Plays by a sense of smell. Always gets a replay. Never seen him fall. That deaf, dumb, and blind kid sure plays a mean pinball. It's a heightened metaphysical state of mind that Tommy is in that allows him to play a tactile game like pinball while he can't see, hear, or talk about it. I liken it to what Chevy Chase's character, Ty Webb, said to Danny the Caddy in the movie Caddyshack when instructing him how to win at golf. Be the ball. Meaning, eradicate all distractions and focus your mind on the task at hand. The song continues. I thought I was the bally table king, but I just handed my pinball crown to him. Even on my favorite table, he can beat my best. His disciples lead him in, and he just does the rest. He's got crazy flipper fingers, never seen him fall. That deaf, dumb, and blind kid sure plays a mean pinball. So his newly gained followers lead him to the competition, and he lets his fingers connect the game's flipper controls to his mind's desire, passing through the tangible toward his own divinity, per the teachings of the Mayor Baba. The bally table mentioned in these lines just refers to bally, a famous maker of pinball and slot machines. The Who didn't have to worry about bankruptcy anymore after the Tommy album quickly began to take off, selling over 200,000 copies in the first two weeks in the U.S. alone. To date, Tommy has sold over 20 million copies and is in the Grammy Hall of Fame. Pinball Wizard went on to number 19 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart upon its release. It remains a fan favorite and is one of the best-known songs from Tommy. The Who have played it in nearly all their live concerts since its release in 1969. 
including a sunrise set at Woodstock, where Pete Townsend famously threw his guitar into the audience. Without Pinball Wizard, the Tommy album would likely not have been so successful, and The Who's career may well have been cut short. Without Tommy, the very first rock opera, there would likely be no other such epic story albums like The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars by David Bowie or American Idiot by Green Day. Without its impact, what we know as prog rock might not have come to prominence in the 70s. In the 50 years since its release, Tommy has been both praised by critics for being the Who's breakthrough and condemned for being somewhat exploitive. But the fans will probably sing along to Pinball Wizard for 50 more years. Or maybe more. I'm Chanda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for sound design and engineering. On the way, more episodes on lyrics from Crosby, Stills & Nash, Aerosmith, and more. Classic rock and roll. <laughs>